1: Are now, are now listening, listening, to listening to The War Report, the War Report. Wednesday, Wednesday Night, Night, Night War, War Room. 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 with your host, host C-Done.
3: It's your boy, the Walker. I got my boys with me.
1: Mike, Mike. G.
3: Get your weight up, strength and conditioning, development.
1: Ice Jones. Stop thinking
3: with
0: your emotions
1: and watch the tape. Which is not normal for me. It's taking something out of me. Are you ready? Because we are now locked and loaded for the Wednesday Night War Let's go! War
3: Eagle, War Before Family, happy Wednesday. Welcome to the Wednesday Night War Room. And we want to shout out the War Report Family. Guys, do us a favor. If you haven't already, please share this video on your social medias using hashtag Get your up. Help people find us. It also helps us in return. We'll greatly appreciate that. Now, fellas, how are we feeling? I'm going to start just one by one. Um, mm, That's how you feel, B-Will? <laughs> all right. I How you feeling, man,
0: going into Georgia week? Man, I'm feeling good, man. I got my AU I shirt, need, you know what I'm saying? I that shirt in my life. You know what I'm saying? I got my AU shirt, so I I'm feeling real life. good about that. But, uh, you know, outside of that, I'm looking forward to seeing all of you all down at the tailgate. We've been planning this for a couple of weeks. Very excited to actually put some faces with YouTube handles, so looking forward to that. Um, outside of that, man, it's just going to be a good game. Um, probably a lot of really hard hits um, hopefully, you know, Joko Willis makes another introduction to somebody this weekend and, you know, we'll all get excited about stuff like that. I'm feeling good, man. Helps him get li- help him get lifted again.
4: Yeah. All right. My G, how you feeling, man? How you feeling about, th- uh, about this weekend? Uh, about I this had game? some wisdom teeth pulled yesterday. Um, so I sat down with my oral surgeon and he asked me if I wanted to go under. I was a little hesitant. So he talked me into it and um, he said, you're not going to remember a thing. Uh, But your dreams might be real lucid. So we put some stuff in the IV. uh, And as I was dreaming, Bo Nix threw for 400 yards. Jarquez Hunter (laughs) ran for like 500, right? And our receivers did not drop a single ball. And then suddenly I snapped out of it. But I had no sense of time. And my ortho was standing over me with a UGA ad on. And he was like, psych! <laughs> I'll put some crap in your IV to make you imagine that you guys would beat Georgia. He was a Georgia fan. <laughs> True story. Uh, and so, yeah. Uh, I feel tricked and deceived. Uh, but <laughs> I hope that we will win this game so I can go back to his office and refuse to pay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, good good for you. Yep. I guess.
1: Uh, B-Will, tell me how you feeling, man. Man, I mean... It was a real fun weekend, wasn't it? Wasn't last week great? Oh, man, that was fantastic. You know, we were about to crash and burn. The entire season was over because our coach was apparently in over his head. And then we broke a 22-year curse. And now uh, everybody's feeling really confident about a team that is not LSU coming here to play us. And um, I'm not quite as confident as our fan base is. But I do think that we can prove something to the nation in ourselves, nonetheless, moral victories. But listen, man, we—I'm willing to take that. I'm willing to take that. But That's where I'm at right now. All right,
3: all right. That—that that sounds semi morbid, <laughs> but okay, we'll—we'll we'll, we'll go with that. Let's—uh—let's—let's uh, let's, let's go ahead and get. We—we we will definitely want to take some time to discuss Georgia and Auburn, but let's go ahead and talk about. The games coming up this weekend. Before we do that, of course, we have to do the honors of where we all stand after Week Five. In let's go now. Now is it? Now look at him. Oh, look at man. B. Now, now, man. now he's in the good. Now his spirits are lifted. Now his spirits are let. Let me get you off the screen. I'm tired of looking at you. All right, here's a scorecard. B had a really good week last mm-hmm. week. I think the only team to let you down was Mizzou, right? They got shellacked by Tennessee.
1: Got murdered. That was that was embarrassing. Oof. Yeah, I had a, I had a rough week this week, man. Yeah, redemption yeah. yeah. time
0: this week, though, baby. I'm back in it this week, baby. Let's go.
1: So fantastic, fantastic week. My faith in Kentucky was rewarded. My doubt in Jimothy was rewarded, and um, I'm I'm very pleased with these results. And enough of that. All right. All right. <laughs> so let's let's get let's get into these picks
3: shall we guys y'all let's y'all ready y'all ready to to, to do this let's, let's 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 get them out the way North Texas visits a a uh, low morale Missouri um I got Missouri winning this yeah Missouri any 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 guys yeah. want any guys no want to pick this. the opposite
0: here
1: Missouri's gonna
0: win I'm going North Missouri yeah okay. Missouri's gonna win Missouri. North Missouri. Missouri yeah you need that vote.
3: <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. No need no need to spend extra time there. Vandy. Go look
0: at that line. Yeah, there's no chance for bit wins this game. Yeah, none 0 Florida. Florida. Do they cover? Mm. Ooh, that's a good question. I don't know about covering. Yeah, really Cuz their offense has been so eh. And by the way, these
3: lines that we're giving to giving you guys, they're brought to you by our betting partner BUSR. So if you're in a betting mood. Head on over to BUSR.com dot com forward slash report to place your bets over there and hang out with those guys. So, I think we all got Florida here.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Safe
3: to say, mm. no, 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 no one feeling like Vandy's yeah. about to turn it around.
0: No. It's yeah, they're okay. going to turn around and get back on the bus after they lose.
3: That's what I meant. They're going to turn it around. <laughs> <All right. laughs> South Carolina on the road at Tennessee. This is an intriguing one here. It is. This I'm picking is Tennessee.
0: Intri- I want to I don't say, I am, go
3: South Carolina. I'm picking really Tennessee. really bad. I'm
0: tempted to pick South Carolina in the upset on this game. So, Mike, you got Tennessee? Yeah, definitely.
4: 100%. 100% I'm picking them, not 100% I'm confident in it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that goes out there. Out I, the almost, team, right? I almost picked them last week and just. Got talked out of it by
1: Brian. And I don't and so listen to me. I'm I got slack to burn. You do not. You need to make your own decisions. <laughs> so yeah. I'm going
4: to uh go with Tennessee here. Uh, I'm
3: I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna uh go, I'm, go, I'm gonna go I think I'm gonna go Tennessee here.
0: Ike. Uh you know, um, there, there's no logic to this pick that I'm about to make right now. Let me just say this. No mm-hmm. logic for mine either. Uh, I'm going to go South Carolina just because I need to make up some points on you guys and I need to go the other direction on this one. And I was leaning kind of a toss up anyway. So I'm just going to go the opposite direction and pick South Carolina in a prayer. Um,
4: covers.
0: Yeah. So I'm going, I'm going South Carolina going down shooting. I
1: don't care. Kobe. <laughs> He will. I'm going Tennessee. Hendon Hooker is a much better quarterback than Joe Milton. Maybe the limited time they had, kind of splitting reps, made him look regular. But since he's been the quarterback, they have looked they look much different. better. They look different. And, they and look quarterback different. is an important position, man. I mean, it, they're they they just look more confident. Missouri is an aberration because their run defense is so terrible. <laughs> I don't think they'll play a run defense that terrible for the for the rest of the season. Um, Tennessee won't, and South Carolina's defense is actually good. Which South Carolina winning this game is not something that's impossible. Yeah, but I like Tennessee at home. That confidence from a big win, and with the right guy at quarterback, I think Tennessee wins this game.
3: Steve Bradley has a lot of confidence in you, Ike. Uh, yeah. So does Eminence, Uzi. Apparently, you're gonna get further behind, bro, bro. I didn't see. I didn't <laughs> see Uzi. I didn't He's see right Uzi. Oh, uh, so. All right, that's that. Uh, we got we got one one South Carolina upset and three Tennessees. All right, here's a here's an interesting one, a basically a pick'em game. LSU on mm. the road at number sixteen, Kentucky. I am leaning Kentucky here,
1: leaning Kentucky. Be will, what you think, man? I have been riding with Kentucky. I row with them against Florida, even though nobody thought Dan Mullen could do any wrong. Yeah, he's Emory Jones is still their QB, so they still couldn't throw downfield.
0: I mean, hold on. Let's not try to shade Dan Mullen too much like they just got blown out in this game. Kentucky, the, a blocked field goal it was the difference in this game, not, con, not Kentucky dominating defensively. Or the missed throws down the field because Emory saying, Jones is not good. I'm not. I, I'm not making comment about Emory Jones. You said okay. Dan Mullen could do no wrong. Nobody said that Emory Jones was amazing. We said Dan Mullen was really good. So, like, let's not get too down on Dan Mullen today. Let's not. Let's not become Florida fans because they out there calling for the man job.
1: Oh no, that's nonsense. Dan Mullen's a great coach. I was just a little shade because I got the pick right. That's all that was. So yeah, please, please don't misread that. I'm just glad to get that one right.
3: Boy, I like you are Kentucky. A
1: sore winner, if I ever. Seen they it. play to the level of competition. That's true. So this could be a much closer game, which is why that three-point spread is about right. But the confidence, man, I I can't express enough how many times, how many seasons I've seen a good team play better just because they've had some success. They're back at home again. I think Kentucky wins this by four to seven points. They're not going to blow them out because they aren't consistent like that. I still think Kentucky wins this game. Mike G., Uh, Well, LSU is bottom four in the SEC
4: and offense and defense total. They are one of the worst four teams in both those categories. Uh, Kentucky is the third best in the league in total defense in terms of yards allowed, in terms of scoring. They're the fourth best in the conference. So naturally, I'm going to go with LSU. (laughs) (laughs) Because it makes <laughs> zero sense. <laughs> what? I feel like you all are going to pick Kentucky, so I'm definitely going to go with LSU. <laughs> i <laughs> got to make up ground. <laughs>
0: I, I, listen, also, you, you, you're using my logic. Yes, um, yes, yes, the, absolutely. <laughs> t- all right. Um, yeah, so for this game, I think I am going to have to go with Kentucky. Yeah, I just, I don't, you know, like LSU, the issue for me for with LSU is their inability to be balanced at all um and their defense i just don't think is consistent enough to get this win um i think that they're going to be super fired up early in this game and they're going to make it look like they're going to do something and kentucky's going to find some kind of way to win late so i'm gonna go kentucky
3: i i think this could be where the bottom starts to fall out for lsu personally um as well so probably right um (laughs) probably right so we'll we'll definitely we'll definitely see that that is an interesting and intriguing game there another was was believed to be an intriguing game not so much anymore (laughs) number one alabama goes on the road to face off against texas a&m this is this 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 I'll, i'll just let be will give the fans what they want by talking about a certain coach for Texas A&M, but I got them a winning here.
1: Go crazy, Be will Go crazy. I, I, got them I don't covering, have to go too. crazy. I don't have to go crazy. You know what? Because I've been saying what everybody else has been saying for the last week. I've been saying for the last what's that? 18 months. What? What's that? Jimbo is a glorified offensive coordinator who used a legendary head coach's last gasp of talent to win a championship and has done jack squat Ever since. No, I do not care that they only lost one game to Alabama last year. Smoke and mirrors. You had an all-star offensive line. You've had four years to keep the talent going. Kevin Sumlin was terrible, but at least he kept the cover stock. And you get in here and you fart like this. You fart, Jimbo. Texas is coming in the back door to steal all your recruits because they on the big stage with the big boys, too. And this is how you welcome them? By farting and laying down? I'm so happy. Not disappointed at all. I'm you gotta so get, excited. excited.
3: You got to give Uzi one. Uzi I'm sorry,
1: one. Jimothy. Young Jimothy T. Fisher. I'm going to call him Young Jimothy from now on. Okay, there you go. So I, I just
0: want to point out, you said you weren't going to go crazy. So what was the crazy <laughs> version of
1: that? That's not crazy. I, I am so... I'm. You know why I'm excited? Because he talked that <laughs> trash at that donor uh, yeah. thing in the offseason, right? Like, oh yeah, oh, you know, we're was, gonna beat them. We're going really good. They, they were already
0: going to lose that game once that audio went public. They're going to get embarrassed Saturday. Bama is going to beat touchdowns. them so handily. I, I'm guessing this, four touchdowns. This Spread is a little disrespectful, honestly, for Bama. Like it Bama is. ought to be disrespected. They're only getting 18. They're going to beat Texas A&M so bad this weekend. Yeah. yeah. That I don't I think that they are going to give back their SEC membership card and be like, I'm good, bro. I don't, I don't want to do this no more.
1: Jimothy T. Good. Fisher Just, sells used Subaru's and somehow he is a head coach at an SEC institution. I don't understand it. That's all he looks and sounds like he does is sell used Subarus. Subarus and somebody wanted to make this man a head Why coach. Why Subaru though? Yeah, like, see, of all the that. cars I have high resale
0: Subaru. value. So I'm trying I was about to say Subaru is a pretty dependable <laughs> car. Like, you want, might want to give them something like a, <laughs> like a uh, Kia. Um, Kia. Yeah, you know right, what? Saturday. Here
1: in the Southeast, I don't see a lot of them. That's what I was going for. Maybe out yeah. West, I know like on the trails and stuff, they sell a lot yeah. more. So, how yeah. about there's some there's...
3: people with Subarus feeling?
1: This he sells used Datsuns. All right, I like that. <laughs> that. He sells used Datsuns. was the last time you saw a Datsun? Nah, I just don't exactly. think don't anybody think exactly. has one of those
0: no, at all anymore. If you have a Datsun, it's probably not used; it's a hand me down. Like you like don't you
3: went apologize and that proactively.
1: <laughs> my apologies. Yeah, and
3: there's the people in <laughs> <people laughs> the comments
1: like, uh, "What now?" Uh, what I now? only uh, said uh, girls because I, I don't see them. So you know that, oh. that that's, that's my my area. But listen, man, I, I can't wait for this whooping. This beat down. I want it to be embarrassing. I want him to be looking silly on the Zuki sideline. Samurai.
0: That's a that's a
1: good one there. Uh,
4: you know what? I mean that's a lot, that's a lot of talking. I'm gonna need what would, what will you do if Texas A and M somehow won this game? They're not. I
1: don't even know why we're talking on, about this. On air. On air. What would <laughs> nothing, you do? I'm gonna do nothing you gotta do something you make something up and I'll do it oh okay you're just gonna leave it to me <laughs> <laughs> you what gonna good, good to be an Aggie fan this weekend <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> alright cool Got oh it. man that is hilarious bro get your yeah, a A-M the, jersey I, with Jimbo I'm on the giving back am giving a no chance to win I'm sorry if you are a Texas A&M fan and you're watching this I actually don't know how you arrived here at this stream but thank you for coming in but I don't have any faith in your team you guys can't score offense. Y'all, can't, you can't put up points, and you have to score points to beat Bama. You had a, you have a really, really good defense. Don't let me discount the defense that Texas A and M has. Bama just can score in too many ways, and I saw you guys struggle with Colorado.
1: In statement, Bama's winning. Jesse Joe, you asked me if I'm going for Bama. I am rooting against somebody, and I don't count that as the same as rooting for the other person. I'm definitely rooting for Jimbo to lose, and I—if that makes me root for Alabama, I mean, I—I I guess I will be smiling when they score touchdowns. So maybe so, maybe so. Mike, did you did you give
3: your prediction? Yeah, Alabama. Okay, all right. Number thirteen, Arkansas. This one's gonna be interesting. Mm. This is the redemption bowl right here. Arkansas goes on the road to
0: play Ole Miss. Who's seeking redemption in this game? Both, both, both. of them. This is the redemption <laughs> redeeming bowl from last week. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about from last year. I was like, no, man, this was no, just last game week, last year. So,
3: this is a tough one too.
0: This is but only I'm- tough if uh, if if they decide to go up for it on fourth down four times in the first half of the game. I just don't even know what in the world this man was yeah, also, thinking, bro. Yeah, like, he, he was really. all cocky before the game, tossing his headset, talking about grab your popcorn and all that. And he went out there and absolutely crapped the bed. I mean, my Going popcorn forward, was delicious still, but whatever. That yeah, was, du- I mean, Lane Kiffin, I gave you all this credit for being able to be this ingenious offensive mind. And you did everything absolutely wrong in that game. I I'm not riding with him no more. Even though I'm picking him to win his game, I'm not riding with him no more <laughs> in big spots, man. Because he just he outthinks himself, man. He does it to him. he does this everywhere he go. He outthinks himself. Nick Saban reeled Is it just him in, in the at big Alabama. Games? Is it just in the big games where he does that? Yeah, because he doesn't feel the need to do all that extra crap. Mm. Nick Saban reeled him in at Alabama, and he just made him call plays in scenarios, yeah. but he didn't let him make big decisions like that. And yeah. that's the reason why he has a job right now, because Nick Saban put a governor switch on his crazy, and now he's a head coach, and nobody's telling him not to let the crazy unleash, and he goes out there and does crap like that. I'm picking Ole Miss in this game, but, man, Lane, get your, get your
1: life right, bro. B? I like Ole Miss because Arkansas is banged up. And that's it. I remember it was a few years ago. They they used to do the after teams played Bama, then their record the next week was usually very bad. Well, partially because it's a long season, players get beat up. But back when Bama was bullying people like in the, the very early Nick Saban era, like between 2009 and 2014, when they were pretty much just a defensive team, there was a, a difference between what the team could do the next week. I think Georgia is of that mold right now. And I think Arkansas took some bumps and bruises to an already injured uh, squad in some very key positions. I think that's the difference here. And don't get me wrong. Ole Miss isn't terrible. Yeah, maybe they were overhyped a little bit because they had looked the part early. But I don't think they're that bad. But I know that Arkansas is offensively challenged. And I know that Ole Miss, at the very least, can put points on the board. So I'm going Ole Miss at home. You know, get some of that shine back. Mike.
4: This is an interesting matchup, right? Because Ole Miss on defense, they have the fourth best or the boy, the fourth best pass defense in the league. Arkansas has the second best pass defense in the league.
0: But Miss neither, neither one of them. Is, apparently, can stop the run,
4: <laughs> right? Yeah. So, like, I, I, I want to go Ole Miss in this one just because I, I don't. It comes down to whether, but be, be, between Matt Corral and whoever's quarterbacking, <laughs> I just, I don't know, man. Again, this is kind of strength on
0: strength, right? Like, so the, the dip. Well, I, I'm gonna let you make your pick. I'm uh, go ahead.
4: Yeah, I mean, I just feel like. I just don't know that Arkansas can score enough points to win, which is why I'm going to go with Ole Miss in this one. Uh, Ultimately, you know, I felt like I feel like Ole Miss could have done a lot better. If, as I said, they had contained lanes crazy against Bama last week, I didn't understand it. I mean, he just went he was playing like the game was on the line in the first quarter. I didn't. Know, I did not understand some of the decisions. Um, there were some curious calls. I don't think that happens two games in a row. I'm gonna go with Ole Miss.
3: Yeah, and Arkansas just ain't. I mean, they're to B's point. They're not healthy, so I, a lot of what makes them work is questionable. Because is J- Jefferson still been. Is he still kind of less than a hundred percent?
1: Yeah, I, I mean, mean, they yeah. when they pulled him at the end of that game. I know that he had gotten hit a couple of times. I don't know if they pulled him because the game was basically over or because he was so injured they didn't want to risk him getting more hurt. I don't know which one it was, but my money is that if he if he does play, he's not 100%. And if he doesn't play, you got somebody who's brand new out there and I don't like either one of those scenarios for them. So,
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm not confident in, especially if, if Arkansas gets behind, I'm not confident in their ability to catch up. With what Old Miss is doing. I, I, I like, I'm, I'm gonna go Old Miss here. So,
0: yeah. Yo, what's up? This your man Ike Jones with the War Report, and you've been listening to the War Report Wednesday Night War Room. If you wanna get in on the conversation early, catch us as we broadcast this show live on Wednesday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central on YouTube. Make sure you check out our other content while you're there Facts and Nah, The Weekend Tailgate, our player interview series Building Rapport, are going strong.
3: All right, enough of that. Let's get back to the show. Let's get into it. Let's not waste any time Let's talk about the big game of the week. And let's look at it head-to-head. Deep South's oldest rivalry. Of course, you know, number two Georgia's coming into Jordan here to face off against number 18, Auburn. Of course, the, the line has Georgia favored there. Negative 15 and a half. Over and under is 46 and a half. ESPN's Football Power Index gives Georgia an 84% chance of actually winning this game. And as we look to the series history, Georgia actually leads this series. And they actually won quite convincingly last year in Sanford Stadium, 27-6 to back in 2020. Let's see if things change this year. We're actually joined by... Paul Maharry of UGA Sports.com.
2: Paul, welcome to the War Report. What's up, guys? Man, this show is kind of killer, man. I've I, I have not mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I stay busy, but I'm I'm digging the show, man. I'm liking it. Thank you. Like appreciate it. it. Appreciate it. Liking appreciate it. it, man. Listen, I, I know, I know this is
3: always rivalry week, is always a fun week. What's what's the mood is going it a on with Georgia?
2: Is it right? I'm, I'm, I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding man. I'm just kidding, man. Oh, oh, coming with up. the smoke? No, man. Run around in the Comments a little bit, man. That's all it was. All it was. <laughs> <laughs> what was the question? I'm sorry. Let's, let's get back to the basics here. Apparently, the mood is really good there uh, over in Georgia.
3: <laughs> <laughs> What's the mood, and and how's Georgia and the Georgia fans feeling uh, with the team gaining a lot of momentum so far this season?
2: Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing. Momentum right now, and. Everybody's wondering about the quarterback situation, man. And, yes. and you know, Kirby is – if you guys watched his last press conference after the game on Saturday, uh, he was not too happy with the questions being asked. Uh, it was one of those uh, Terrell Owens moments, man. Like, that's my quarterback, you know. Like, you don't talk about anybody but Stetson. JT's not here. You're not talking about George Pickens right now who's out with ACL. So why are you guys talking about JT? Well, because JT, you know, is supposed to be the guy – He's thir- I think before he got injured again, he was third in the Heisman uh, to odds, live odds. I think week two or week three. Uh, so that's that's the biggest thing right now is who's the quarterback? You know. Mm. So what is kind of like your gut feeling? Uh, I think Stetson will start uh, Monday. He uh, JT didn't throw around Tuesday. Did some soft passing. He was supposed to ramp it up today. JT was uh, from all that we've heard, it hasn't really kicked into gear and so I I think you'll see Stetson out there uh, on the planes on Saturday
4: uh Paul can you explain the the philosophy shift between how Georgia runs offense when JT is in versus Stetson right like I mean they seem content to throw the ball about 30 times a game with JT yeah. Versus not even 15 times again, or barely 15, I think is the max amount of throws they they gave Stetson. He's been pretty efficient in some of those games, but like, what is it? Why are they not willing to turn Stetson a little bit more loose? They clearly run a different offensive philosophy with him in.
2: They do, yeah. And I mean, you saw it in the Arkansas game. Stetson threw for 11 passes. It seemed like you didn't see a pass thrown in the second half at all. They just ran the ball. You know, it, it's one of those things where I think they believe in JT's arm more. Stetson really has a good grasp with of the offense, though. He was here. He transferred sure. to Jones uh, Community College, went out there, balled out, came back to Georgia, earned a scholarship. I think Kirby really likes him, obviously. Starting over Carson Beck, who's a four-star. Uh, Brock Vandergriff, a five-star freshman. Hasn't even seen the field, uh, barely any at all. And then you got a guy like Stetson who, uh, if you line these guys up and were like, hey, who's the quarterback for the Georgia Bulldogs? He'd probably be the last one you pick. Uh, and there's probably a good reason for that. He's, you know, a little on the shorter side, but he's matured a lot more since last year, uh, mm. and you can see it on the field. But at the same time, the offense does flow a little bit better with JT. There's more play action. There's more deep field type stuff. I've got some stats here for you guys, so I didn't come unprepared for you. Uh, first down, mm. JT seventy four percent completion. Stetson sixty six percent. Second down, sixty eight percent for JT, seventy five for Stetson. Third down, right now JT is 89% uh on third down, whereas Stetson's seventy percent. But they have the same touchdown to interception ratio. So it's really the same. It's just I think folks are kind of blowing it out of the water. Would Georgia fans feel more comfortable with JT under center? Absolutely. Do Georgia fans still feel comfortable with with Stetson? I think so.
0: Cool. Mm.
2: Okay. Talk about the 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 run game and how
3: it's it seems like it's coming on uh pretty well. Uh yeah. Is that pretty much, with JT being out, that's pretty much how you guys want to attack teams
2: moving forward, I would assume, right? I think that's that's what Todd Munkin's probably leaning on heavily. The biggest thing, though, is a lot of fans have said this throughout the, the year is they don't leave a running back in there long enough to get rhythm. And what I mean by that is they'll throw a guy in there one or two plays, he breaks off eight yards on the first one, six yards on the second one, and he's immediately looking over to the sidelines saying... Am I staying in? No, no! Come on out! Come on out! We're throwing another guy in there, and so I think that's what Georgia fans are really wanting is to see like a consistent get Zamir eighteen carries, get James Cook eighteen, get get somebody twenty carries. Mm -hmm. You know that that's what Georgia fans are missing, and I think if Auburn wants to kind of capitalize on that, they can because there's just this weird running back rhythm that Georgia has right now, and and it's it's. Doesn't make sense. You guys will see it on Saturday. You will know, you'd be like, man, this guy's running hot. Next thing you know, he's out of the game and you don't see him again until the middle of the third quarter. Right. Interesting.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm going to throw up this graphic while we get some stuff together here. Just kind of looking at um, the matchup that we have here, um, the Georgia offense versus the Auburn defense. And just talk to us about just some of the standouts that we would see uh, specifically you know, the people that we don't talk about enough here, like the offensive line, are there guys who you really feel confident in, in this offensive line and guys we need to look out for is like, you know, this guy hasn't been playing so well this year.
2: So yeah, Jamari at left tackle, uh, tried and true. Uh, we thought by this point, uh, either Marius men's or Broderick Jones would be taking over that left tackle position or even McClendon switching over to get Salier back inside. Seems to not be the case. Van Pran has come on, uh, extremely extremely well at center uh warren erickson actually started at center uh, heard himself came back in um but you know it, anyways van pran has been great at center McClendon at right tackle where you can get pressure for the dogs is going to be at right guard warren erickson uh seems to be the one where if coaches are dialing up pressures or blitzes or anything like that it seems to be coming through his gap uh and he's let up a couple sacks this year on the tackles, though, you're not going to hear much of them because they're just going to continue to do their work. Not many penalties out of those guys, and Van Pran for a, a you know fresh center is, is playing great. You guys know already, McConkie and Bowers, the freshman, uh, the true freshman at tight end, really been utilized as a big weapon for Georgia so far. I've got a stat for you guys there, too. Most receptions uh, this season by a freshman in the SEC, Brock Bowers is second, right behind uh, Jack Beach. At LSU, I don't even know yes, how. Yes, LSU. Yeah, yeah. He, he, the yeah. guy
0: who just lit us up last week. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, so, <laughs> in so Brock the Bowers. Half, so. Yeah,
2: Brock Bowers has 18 receptions. He's second, and then Ladd is actually uh, fifth in the league for freshmen with 11. Uh, so, not many burners though at wide receiver. is missing a lot of guys. Another true freshman, Ad Mitchell, is starting at wide receiver, and then you have Burton out there who was supposed to, you know, light it up this year, but coaches are really honed in on him because you see the other wide receivers are just not deep.
4: Yeah, Paul, talk, uh, sticking with the theme of offensive line, I'm looking at this offensive line and I just don't see a lot of weaknesses. Yeah, there's no. Um, you know, like if so, if you're Auburn, uh, you know, statistically, they are keeping Georgia quarterbacks clean on like 80% of their dropbacks, which is insane. But if you can get to Stetson Bennett, he's like 16% under pressure. Yeah. The question is, how do you get to him? How do you get, if you were attacking this offensive line, you're looking at the matchups here, who's
2: got to win? Uh, you got to go, if if you're trying to get to Stetson Bennett, you're going to have to go and put two guys right there in that in that gap where, where Erickson's at uh, and try to get around him. The tackles are too big. They're too talented. Uh, Van Prans played really good, like I said, at center. Schaefer's been at left guard for what seems like four or five years. Uh, he's, he's still here. Uh, and he's only had, I think, 17 starts. But Erickson's where you're going to have to dial the pressure up. So you bring McLean, you bring Wooten, somebody like that in behind uh, Wooden. And that, that's where mm. I would go. Uh, or you maybe bring in a corner on a corner blitz because Georgia's just not looking to pass right now. And, and this could completely change, guys. Uh, we've seen the offense with Stetson Bennett at the helm, and they've thrown lights out. Uh, but last week against Arkansas, it was nothing there. Um, he had one really mm-hmm. good throw out of the backfield to a running back, Kenny McIntosh. Other than that, Georgia just ran the ball. It's a very, very boring game to watch and have to critique afterwards. Uh, so mm. you guys <laughs> got lucky last week, man. I had to, I had to do a two-hour show talking about that game. I'm like, yeah, they ran the ball, man. They won. You know, I just, yeah. <laughs> so, I think, but listen, <laughs> if, it, if it ain't broke, if it, if it, if it ain't broke, right? Fix it. But, this, bro. Is the but first, like, this is the first week where they've actually gone with that running, like that ground and pound that Georgia's known for. So it was so different than what we've seen all year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's the the one thing that I think is going to be interesting for us to look at is going to be that matchup of how we defend the tight end this week, because I think that that's been a safety net for, for uh, Georgia offensively. And it's been an Achilles heel so far for Auburn. Um, just in the way that we've covered it. I think last week we saw a difference uh, for Auburn fans or for Georgia fans who are tuning in who actually want to be objective because in the comments right now, you guys are going nuts. Um, <laughs> but uh, we saw a difference in philosophy uh, for, for Auburn to actually bring Smoke Monday down into the box a little bit more mm-hmm. and have him soloed up against the tight end in a lot of scenarios. And though um, Besh was... Uh, getting us in the second half of that game. It's because it was in, it was one-on-one, right? It wasn't, we weren't right. doing this cloud zone thing. They were trying to make sure that they were taking away the outside receivers. So it was a tight end who's physically kind of a little, a gifted tight end against someone who's not great in coverage in Smoke Monday. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how that matchup plays out this weekend.
3: Yes, definitely. Uh, guys, did you have any more questions about? Because this
2: is pretty much... I, I, I got a question. All right, so Paul, <laughs> um, why, why do I feel this is gonna? This is coming out of left field. I like it though. He, no, no, he, It's yeah, not left field. At all. He's, got, he's got his swagger on because he's leading the pick so far. I saw, I saw.
1: Thank, so. thank you, Paul, for yeah, you reminding won't. everybody, yeah, yeah, you, um, <laughs> <laughs> you can demo me later, yeah. but no. So I mean, I, I've seen Georgia fans kind of be up in arms about the QB situation, like you said. But honestly, from my point of view. We were coming into the season, a couple people had JT Daniels picked as the Heisman favorite, and we instantly said, that's nonsense. I have no confidence in a Kirby Smart team to do anything that gets this guy the numbers to win the Heisman. It's not that he can't play well. It's just that he's not, that's not what Kirby Smart wants to do. And sure enough, when JT's in the game, he looks better than Stetson Bennett, but Honestly, and being as objective as you can, I know you cover them. Does it matter who's that quarterback if your defense can do what your defense has done?
2: Not right now. Not right now. It doesn't seem like it, right? I mean, Georgia's last, Georgia's given up 23 points all season. Uh, and a lot of those points were off of, you know, stupid plays by the offense or, or something like that. You look at Georgia the past two games against two Arkansas, I don't know if it's going to finish in the top twenty-five. They've got a hell of a schedule coming up, um, but yeah. put up ninety-nine points against Vanderbilt and Arkansas, and neither team scored. Arkansas had trouble even getting it past the fifty. And KJ Jefferson is a—he's a beast, like he—he he really is. And I thought he was going to cause some problems, and he did. He had a few plays. You guys talked about it earlier uh, when you were doing your picks. He wasn't fully healthy. Uh, I think yeah. it would have been a little different had, had he been. Uh, but the defense, man, it's just. The front seven is something I've I've been covering the team since 2011 2012. I haven't seen a front seven this nasty at Georgia ever. Uh, they've got guys all over the field. Nakobe Dean's coming on extremely strong at middle linebacker. ESPN did a uh, I think like a three and a half minute segment with the linebackers on College Game Day last week, and uh, Nolan Smith was like, "Look, whatever N'Kobe calls, we run with it. We go with it. He's got a 4.0. He's an engineer major. Like we're we're going with whatever he calls." And that front seven, man, it's just it's terrifying. Honestly, like Jordan Davis is a monster. Some of his best plays, he's running guys down halfway across the field from you know that nose tackle, that inside position. It's it's crazy. It's absolutely insane. I don't know. I don't know how you stop it. I don't. Well, let's 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 go ahead and and flip the
3: field and and talk our offense against that defense. So. This is a defense. I'm pretty sure you got some stats on them, but but I just looking at what NCAA has, you guys ranked sixth in the nation in third down defense. You rank fourth in the nation in rush defense. You're giving up sixty eight yards a, a game on the ground. First in the nation in scoring defense allowing four point six points a game. uh first in the nation in pass defense allowing one hundred and ten pass yards a game. Fifth in the nation in red zone defense. I guess y'all got a pretty good defense. <laughs> yeah, um, they, yeah, they do. They do. They so, do. so you know, there was questions about the secondary uh, going into the season. But really and truly, it's difficult to really test those guys when the front seven is disrupting things the way that they've been disrupting so far this season. Yeah. So talk about just, just who are like the impact guys that if we're Auburn, we're lining up trying to move the ball, who are guys that we should be worried about really disrupting stuff on
2: Saturday? So if you were to just draw a line right through the middle right there, Jordan Davis, Nicobe, Dean, and Lewis, uh, those are going to be your three guys on each level. Uh, Georgia has full confidence in, in every one of those guys to make the right reads. And then they've got a pair of guys. They've got Trayvon Walker, uh, Quay Walker on the other side. you got Wyatt in the middle. I mean, it's, I don't know where you can fully attack these guys uh corner would probably be a, a place to start uh but Ke- keely ringo amir speed they have both come on really strong darian kendrick was at clemson he's played decent when teams try the the best way to attack this georgia defense from, from what i've seen uh so far is when teams try to really go up tempo and then get it out as fast as they can to an outside wide receiver that's the best chance you have because what's going to end up happening is yes you know nolan smith Adam Anderson, Quay, uh, N'Kobe, they'll all get to him eventually. But if they make that first corner miss, which that's probably the one weakness that Georgia's defense has right now, is the secondary tackling. Besides seen of course, he's a headhunter. Uh, but Chris Smith, Speed, Kendrick, and and also Keely Ringo had a little trouble. And, I mean, this is really just kind of, you know, nitpicking in a sense because the defense has been so good. But that's that's the one area, you know, I would say is you get the ball out quick to – It's good to see D-Rob doing well, man. I I covered his recruitment for a long time. And and good to see D-Rob. You get the ball out to D-Rob and make the first guy miss, you can gain positive yards. You try to run up the middle, it's going to be a long day, I think.
0: Mm. Yeah, and that's uh, one of those things where we talk about strength on strength, right? Like, it's clear that the run game is the better option for Auburn but it's difficult to do that against this type of front seven so the one thing I do have a little bit of confidence if I'm going to impute some confidence into this Auburn team is that we do have the ability at least from a scheme standpoint to be a little bit more multiple and decide all right we're gonna we saw that against LSU the LSU game plan looked nothing like the game plan that we did you know if you even if you take out the miraculous plays by Bo Nix, just the way that we decided to attack LSU from a defensive standpoint was completely different than we had attacked any team prior to that game. Right. So I do think that there is some multiplicity in our scheme ability. The question is going to be on the execution of that because it's not going to be something we've seen. So I do have I do think that we can put something on tape that Georgia hasn't seen so far this year. Um, the only other part of that is they're super familiar with the guy who's going to be calling the plays in Mike Bobo, not only from his time at Georgia, but from his time at South Carolina yeah. last year. Um, so there is going to be a little bit of that that's going to be going on, some gamesmanship amongst the familiarity between those coaches. Can Can
2: I ask you guys a question? Absolutely. Or, uh, yeah. wh- what's, the, what's the feedback been on Bobo lately? And I, uh, I'm from, it depends it. on okay, who I you're asking. asking. <laughs> I was about to yeah. say, it's
0: very uneven. Some people right. are very low on him and some people are – I don't know that there's anyone who's super high on Bobo. I think right. it's either you're kind of lukewarm or you don't like him at all.
4: You're yeah. Um, yeah. the same way Georgia. To,
2: that's why I was asking. So. Yeah,
4: the thing, the thing with Bobo is he's been handed an offensive line that is, you know, inconsistent at best. Uh, we definitely got some glaring weaknesses along the offensive line. So for some of the things that he wants to do, it's a little difficult. And again, when we're talking about strength on strength, you know, I'm looking at our run game as a strength of our team. But I'm looking also looking at an offensive line that could get destroyed by this defensive line and both run blocking and pass blocking. So it makes it tough. So even though I think we have two of the best backs in the nation, if if you can't block for them, they can't do much. Now, conversely the strength of Georgia's offensive line. I mean, how good are the backs? Do we know their, their offensive line is so good? It Just whoever you put back there looks good. <laughs> so I'm curious to see how Bobo can play call to, you know, I've been saying this all year, to kind of cover our weaknesses along the line and, you know, from the quarterback position, right? Um, because Georgia's, I mean, they're coming, dude. I, I, I sat here and looked at advanced statistics, Paul. Yep. For like two hours, just trying to find a crack in anything they do defensively, and it's really difficult to find any flaw in
2: scheme or execution. Yeah. And that's that's scary for for Georgia fans, though, because Georgia Georgia fans know this is this is too good to be true, right? Yeah, something mm-hmm. has to happen. <laughs> you have to go into Auburn and lose after you've won. You know, five and zero. Oh, you're number two in the nation. Something like this has to happen. And there, it will be one of those things, Mike, where we look at it and we're like, I don't see how Auburn can win this game. There's no way. 37 to four, you know, like something crazy, right? <laughs> that's 37 to <a> four. <laughs> yeah, to four, two safeties. Um, that's funny. <laughs> and then we end up, you know, talking about it. And a week from now, we're like, damn, Auburn won 28 27 on a last second field goal. Mm. Auburn found a way to to beat them deep, you know, with their coverages. And we're all sitting back like, How'd this happen? And but yeah. I think it's one of those things, like you said, right now, the way Georgia's stacked up, I don't know if it matters so much who's a quarterback right now. Uh and moving forward, obviously, they're gonna have to find out if JT can go and get going on a consistent basis. But right now, it's like, like you said, Mike, where's the weakness? Because I've watched every game, I've watched it twice. You know, I've talked about it forever on our overreaction show. I don't see the weakness right now. And, and it's it's scary to think that there's not a weakness because every Georgia team in the past has always had a weakness. So it's like, where is it? Yeah, we got to find so, it, you know? Well,
4: that's what the offensive of coordinator's job is, right? right. It's to find it, find that weakness. Now, again, the feedback on Bobo has been uneven to date, but uh, he inherited something that was built for something completely different than what he wants to do. You know, it'll just be, it'll just be really interesting. A lot was made of backyard bow, Last week uh, versus LSU, you know, there were a lot of fans that felt like we we didn't celebrate the win <laughs> enough, yeah. and all, I, all, my mind had gone to Georgia already. I was like, "There's no way he's going to be able to do any of that against Georgia." <laughs> like, like, they're going to is, is there any talk him. about
0: is there any talk about TJ playing? Like, he
4: looks
2: uh, like uh
0: I mean, I don't think so <clears throat> because Bo Nix played so well last week. I think that it's it's not likely that TJ will start wow. if Bo Nix is going out there and he's. Like, so what, what I have full confidence in now <clears throat> is our coach's ability to say, this isn't going the way I thought it was going to. Right. Let's put the other guy in there. Um, and so, you know, I think I, it, I, I said this when the whole TJ versus Bo Nix controversy started preseason. <clears throat> I said it again when it started creeping up during the season. I'll say it again now. The decision for Bo Nix to stay or remain in the football game is 90% in the hands of Bo Nix. If he goes out there and he yeah. plays well, he's going to continue to be in the game. I think Brian Harson is saying, "Screw up," and there's another guy I am willing to put in there to give us something. Yeah, right. He, he he just, I, don't think, I don't think I don't think he's willing to just go down with the ship with Bo. Um, and that is a an abstraction. Uh, people, I hate when I bring up Gus. I don't care. That is a vast <laughs> yeah. difference between what Gus Malzahn would do with yeah. a quarterback. Oh yeah, and
3: and, yeah. and and to and to that point. I think that has given Bo, at least in the LSU game, I don't know how that translates to this Saturday, that has given Bo a big sense of urgency that I don't think he's ever had because no matter how bad he played up until this season, he knew he was going to be the guy regardless. Yeah, he did. Now he got hit with the reality that I could actually lose this. So I got to fly right and actually focus and do what the coaches are asking me to do. So... Again, how that translates against this defense, I'm not sure. But if he's serviceable, I think he. I think he's okay. I mean, yeah. he survived Georgia State, and he's the guy like he. <laughs> he's— I think he's okay going into this week. What happens once the game starts is on him. Yeah, yeah.
1: for sure. War Report family, it's your boy B. Will. We want to thank you for listening to the Wednesday Night War Room in podcast form. Now we got more content we want to get you here specifically as podcasts. We know you love the convenience of it, but that takes time and resources. So we're asking for sponsors. If you or anybody you know would like to reach Auburn football fans, specifically the War Report's Auburn football fan community, then hit us up. Business at That's business at And to continue to fuel our growth. Please rate and review this podcast right now on whatever service you're listening on. That's all I got for now, so I'm not gonna hold you up. Let's get back to it. Got a super chat with uh, T Park, first
3: insiders chat. Welcome, appreciate, appreciate you, my guy. Welcome, welcome. Uh, also, we got Justin Thomas here. I still think TJ is better. Change my mind.
4: Yeah, listen, uh, we, we we haven't gotten a chance to see what TJ can really do. Yeah, at all, we haven't. We don't know. Um, now I can tell you, I was. I was in the minority of people that thought that the game plan for LSU wasn't very good. Bo bailed our coaches out. They bailed out our offensive game plan and he still was 52% passing in that game. If those stats carry over, I don't care how many tackles he breaks. That's not going to get it against this defense. LSU was the worst pass defense in our league. Currently they are. They're the worst pass and we did not even meet their averages for pass offense. So like, uh, yeah, so I'm just—I mean, numbers, right? I'm happy to win the game, but we won it. So you move on to the next opponent, and I'm thinking, how is this game winnable? Right now, I think personally, last week players won the game. This week, coaches have to win the game. <laughs> I like you that. have to. I like that you have to out-scheme Kirby Smart and company. Now, that's something that Gus could do every once in a while. He would pull something out of his hat with his trickery and just create magic. And he would out scheme an opponent just enough to get 49 million and bounce. Uh. Right. Uh, (laughs) So (laughs) uh, I, I'm looking for that from this staff this week. And, you know, I don't think they have to win it to prove it. I don't even think they have to win it to prove it. They just need to make this competitive. And I told some Georgia fans on Twitter because some un. Couth Georgia fans found my Twitter this week. Oh boy. Uh, and, Watch out, man. Was, yeah, it was like, yeah, <laughs> I was starting to understand why our chat dislikes yeah, Georgia man. fans. Yeah. But um I I said, you know, I was very complimentary of them. You know, I just said, I like, hey, is, this is this to me, this is the year. Because Bama's offensive line has got cracks. And they are giving up a ton of pressure to on their sophomore quarterback, who is happens to be really good under pressure, but. If there was one team that I felt like
2: could get to him this year and shake that guy up, it's Georgia. Yeah, but but at right? the same time, like Georgia, Alabama is like their kryptonite. They they can't Georgia. Yeah, yeah. Can't, it, no yes. matter what happens, right? Like it, Georgia can't get past them. If like you said though, it, this is the year. You would think, right? If, you as, would think as, yeah. everything's playing yeah. out, but it's like. <laughs> You start talking what about man, even, you start talking about Bama man, is- and folks in Athens just run and shut the doors, man, and lock them quick. <laughs> like they don't want to talk <laughs> about. <laughs>
0: But the issue that they're going to have is and the, is the issue they always will have. They don't see Bama until the end of the season when they figured some of that crap out. Like, they yeah, get right. a lot of that stuff out right. of their system, yep. and by the time Bama's gets right. there, yep. they've gotten healthy again. They figured out how to do their protections a little bit better. They're running their schemes a little bit better. That's always going to be the issue for Georgia is when they see Bama in the season.
4: Yep. Yeah, listen, Um, again, when all things are even, it comes down to coaching. Yeah,
0: that's the truth, man. When
4: all things are even, it comes down to coaching. And, you know, uh, Saban has outcoached a lot of people, you know, where he hires coaches that know how to do that. I mean, he's made some really good hires over the years. Uh, This, this, we feel like, we felt like maybe with Brian Harson, we got one of those guys. And he may not have all the talent to do it this year, but, you know, competency and coaching can close the gap a whole lot between what you have and what you want to have. So that's what I'm looking for this week. I mean, we we looked at the charts. Uh, again, I looked at every single advanced metric <laughs> that pro football focus just yeah. spit out. Yeah. And I was just like, damn, every offensive lineman grades out over like a 77. Yeah. You know, they, they they use green, orange, red, kind yeah, of like in the yep. red during the day. Zone, like, man. It, just, it looks like it's all field. green. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all green lights, man. Like people are just running through green lights <laughs> in Georgia. And I'm just like, wow, like I... I think we're, we need to. We just need to see some magic from our coaches. I don't think the game is unwinnable. It certainly is. Anybody can be beat oh, on yeah. any given yeah, day, of course. Right? Yeah. You know, I don't think the game is unwinnable, um, and I think that we have some surprises if Georgia fails to game plan appropriately for those surprises. Yep. It seems like a lot of teams have taken Jarquez Hunter for granted when he gets in the game, and this kid is a bona fide star, right? So yeah, you know, where did you find to, him? Uh, uh we uh, the on back the, roads of Mississippi. Right, right. Like, he got <laughs> overlooked. <laughs> yeah. He got
0: overlooked because of COVID. Yeah. He got overlooked because of COVID. I, had I mean he off. was a still he's a three star. Yeah, and a, yeah. Uh, and everybody wanted him to play linebacker though at the next level. I imagine he's a running
2: back. Uh, right, well, just like you know, back in the day, Mike Bobo wanted Cam Newton to play tight end, so um, you know, <laughs> keep, it, oh, keep, wow. it, keep it moving, I guess. Um, but, <laughs> oh man, wow! Listen, that's, Bobo's that's taking shots. Our yeah. oh,
4: that, my heart, that hurt.
2: That, would, oh, that was hurt. Yeah, but yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. We got an offensive head coach, though, right? And that was that was why I was not as down on Bobo because you know, we in the preseason there was a question about who would call plays. I try to explain to people, listen. This is still going to be Brian Harson's offense, though, right? The oh, He is still responsible for the overall offensive concept of what we're trying to do. So, you know, it's going to be a Bobo aligning with Harson's vision. In, in year one, they're trying to figure out a lot of what they have, right? I mean, we're now five games in. I think they figured a lot of that out. Uh, there's still more evaluation to be done as the season goes on but there is still a lot of work to do there on Auburn's side i mean the the got the, the wide receiver rotations we rolled out week 1 are not going to be anywhere near what we see in the last 4 weeks of the season yeah. uh and i think i think we knew it but again the, the the staff seemed to lean on experience over talent and i think they're figuring out
2: like we just need talent on the field at this point. And then you see T.J. Finley lining up a tight end week 12. You're like, whoa. <laughs> whoa, whoa, what's going on? <laughs> what's going on? Yeah, like?
4: yeah. I'm not. I mean, a lot of fans aren't con- convinced that T.J. is is it. Um, I'm not convinced right. at all. I just know we haven't seen enough of them to know, right? And I right. don't think particularly this is the offensive line that we're going to find out behind um, because of their weakness. And he's just not fleet of foot. Yeah. Right. So, you know, there's an argument to be made. He made one. He completed one pass when he got in last week. And he did an excellent job maneuvering in the pocket, stepping up, keeping his eyes downfield and finding a wide open shanker. His drive was completely ruined by a unforgivable penalty by Austin Troxel on an unnecessary roughness. But, um, I mean, that's all we've seen of him. We've seen bits of ability, but he has never really been given a whole chance. Son saving our season from a loss to Georgia State. Yeah. Right. That was a crazy
2: drive though. Um, it, I, I did like it. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it nice. was an amazing drive. Yeah.
4: I, I think again, Bo has to start in this one, you know, based on what we saw last week. Um I, I don't I don't know that it matters who the quarterback is in this one. You know, I, I really don't. Mm. I, I don't think it matters mm. who the quarterback is in this I, one. I I, I would mm. I'm not
0: willing to go that far. I definitely yeah, I definitely that. think it matters. It just it, it depends to me on what the game plan is for whoever's gonna be the um the quarterback that's gonna be in. But let me grab these super chat real quick. Spino Dumpter, dumpster rentals uh do you actually rent dumpsters <laughs> or is this just like some kind of joke that you're doing right definitely see your question because you've asked it 15 times i will grab it right now why not put bigsby and hunter in the same and at the same time giving us a triple threat with an extra p because we wanted to pop um and in the game <laughs> or extra threat with the running game Yes. um uh, I don't disagree with that. I actually think that there are there have been no. scenarios where we've put both of them in the game at the like same twice. time previously. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Here's here's the thing that I know is true of Mike Bobo is that he has things that he'll show in small doses just to make you think about it. Right, just yeah. to make you think about it. The 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 um run that um that Hunter had for the long gain against LSU yes. last game. We've run that play a few times. He ran it earlier in the game. -hmm. He doesn't do that stuff a lot because he just wants you to have it in the back of your mind. I'm waiting to see what the counter is going to be off of that play, though, because Mm -hmm. I think one time they're going to actually toss the speed sweep. I mean, the sweep around to the other guy. Mm -hmm. I actually, if I go back and look at the tape from Penn State, I want to say. The double reverse that happened might have been out of that formation. I need to go look at that. The one that we ran to Kobe that he fumbled. Yeah, yeah, yeah I need mm, to go look okay. at that formation to see if that was. But that's a very good question. I do think that that's something that we can do. The question is the health of Tank Bixby, right? Like, is he a 100%? I don't know the answer to that. Last super chat we got right here, and then we're going <laughs> to transition. Jazzy Joe says, Bob, I think he meant Bobo, wanted Newton to play what? Fire him now. Yeah, um, man. You know, listen. Retroactively, I- huh? Listen, mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. we got to fire Bobo, then y'all definitely got to get rid of Kirby. Because <laughs> like, how do you, how do you pick, uh, what was it from, or was it, was the other guy? It was, it was, he, it was, it was from... Doing yeah. Okay,
1: From I'm, just, I'm, <laughs> I'm with you. I just I'm percent with you. We, we can. How long <laughs> Listen, do you want to go, man? I had how to ease my
0: pain of you talking about Bobo, <laughs> <laughs> and he's currently on my team, wanting Cam Newton to play oh, anything man. other than quarterback. So yikes! The only the only staff that I have is shade, so I had to throw yeah, Jake From
2: over Justin Fields. Yeah, that uh I was talking to a buddy about a buddy of mine about that today. How Kirby's got. uh He's got Brock Vandergrift, the five-star, on campus. He's got Gunnar Stockton, the five-star quarterback from Raven County, that's committed. Gunner I don't want to
0: talk about Gunnar Stockton because he oh. had committed to us oh, at first, and then he went my over bad. there.
2: But then I was yeah. talking about hey, Arch Manning, too. I said, look, man, you can't keep getting five-star kids because what's going to end up happening is you're going to be left with Stetson Bennett playing quarterback. And it's, you know, it's <laughs> this is what has happened. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate
0: that super chat. Uh, yes, Virginia, definitely double dribble. Can't go right out that one. Corey Weber, thank you forget. so much for making sure we get that in there. All right. And, see, you, it's on you, bro.
3: So, guys, I want to do something kind of facts or nah, uh, just on the cuff. It, almost that type of answer. Don't be long-winded. Just do it like facts or nah. I want to do this. And then I'm going to actually include this for Paul as well. Auburn wins if, Mm. Hmm. Auburn wins this game if,
0: if we win the turnover battle. I think our best opportunity to win this game is to be able to take advantage of some of these turnovers we've been leaving on the field, get out there, and turn over Stetson Bennett a couple of times
1: in this game. Be will. Auburn wins if we throw for 300 yards, however unlikely that might be. I think that's what it would take. To, to get a win.
3: All right. Mike G. Auburn wins this game if.
4: If we can force Stetson Bennett to throw the ball 30 times in this game. Mm. So in it's other
3: good. words, other words, you're take you're, you're, you're stifling the run and forcing them to have to play. You yeah, have to yeah, win the game Yeah,
4: I think if Stetson Bennett is throwing the ball 30 times, George's doing something they don't want to do. Paul. Georgia wins
2: this game if? If Auburn scores 30 points. Uh, oh, man, man, you had to go there. <laughs> I mean, if, if we're putting it out there, uh, since 2002, Georgia 15-5 and five against Auburn, 27 points, 8 for UGA, 17.9 points per game for Auburn. If Auburn scores 30 points, I think Auburn wins.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: it's not bad. Mm. Okay, we're going to go with this. So with that, that's,
3: that's how we could win. What's going to happen? So, so Paul, uh, you you have you have predictions to make over on UGA Sports.com. Go ahead and give us a sneak preview. Who wins this game? Uh, Georgia.
2: Um, I think Yeah. <laughs> um I, I I've kind of been thinking about it since you said, hey, can we get a score prediction? I said, sure, man. I gotta make one for tomorrow anyway. Um, I think like 37 to 10 is what I'm gonna be kind of kind of at, to be honest um just looking back they held clemson to three south carolina scored 13 uh vandy zero arkansas zero uab seven i'm going 37 10 uh my final score Georgia. 37 Ooh. yeah wow. i think wow. i think i think that stetson can put them on the board for two touchdowns and the running backs will take care of the rest might even have a defensive uh like mm. pick six something like that as well so 37 10 but i am giving auburn 10 points Uh, which is more than I've given their opponents uh, in the past. So, you know, there's 10 points. There's a touchdown there. Mm. Mm. I got to write that down, too, so I remember that. So I don't mess up and put a different (laughs) score on when I do it. I'm going to go for this.
3: Mm, Auburn fans, brace yourselves. I'm going Auburn 13, Georgia
1: 27 here. It's very fair. It's very fair, Caesar. Yeah. yeah to the going- t- you were the first person on the panel to have to pick against us on the live. That's a tough spot to be in. I want you to know I'm proud of
3: you. Oh That's boy. T-
1: boy, I'm y'all are pissed. I can feel it. All right. I-
0: <laughs> 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 well, get your bladders ready because I'm picking <clears throat> Georgia to win as well. 24 to mm, I'll give us 17 points wow. in this game. Wow.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We wow. will. Mhm. Well, um it's amazing, man. Um here I have every reason to believe that we will not do anything against Georgia, but I can't say last weekend made me believe in us any more than I believed in us prior. But I think the team actually believes in them. Y'all know how much I I believe in Forward momentum from a team having success. LSU was not a great team. They weren't even a good one. But these guys winning on the road does mean something to them and for them. I believe it. And so for that reason, we definitely will cover the spread against <laughs> Georgia. 24 10.
2: Georgia.
1: 24 10.
4: Mike G. It's so on you, man. Now see, y'all making me want to pick Auburn because I'm behind on the scorecard. Um <laughs> I need to I need to make up some ground here. Don't uh, don't,
2: don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs>
4: um however, uh I think the only way Auburn wins this game is if it's a low grinded out game. Carlson kicks six field goals kind of game and we again we stopped their run game somehow or slowed them down enough to make stetson bennett have to do something uh i don't expect to see jt daniels in this uh in this thing um and my heart definitely wants to go auburn my head says georgia uh so i really think i'm 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 gonna go with i hate saying the words out loud (laughs) <laughs> um, I picked Auburn to go t- um, I, I, I picked us to go 10 and two when the season started. I, I felt like we had a talented squad. I expected this to be one of the losses. I actually thought we would beat Penn State and lose this game. Um, so I'm gonna stick with my preseason prediction. I'll have to pick Auburn to lose this one um but the caveat that again it could be a close one if it's low scoring, but we played two power five opponents. We haven't put four touchdowns on the board against any of them. So, yeah, I think maybe 30 to 17 final score. I mean, it, it hurts. I mean, it, the, my mind says if we win it, it's another 21 to 18 battle. That's how Auburn mm-hmm. wins. Three touchdowns and somehow magically we slow them down just enough offensively and our secondary, you know, steps up if Stetson Bennett
0: is under pressure. Uh,
1: yeah. So we
0: we just literally lost like a whole bunch of subscribers and memberships. I can just I mean, hear the cancellations and unsubscribes happening and the yeah. thumbs down. Like I get it. Listen, yeah. nobody's saying we want Auburn to lose this. Game. No, no, we uh, don't. We have we have to be objective. This is the no sunshine pump zone. We're gonna stay true to it today, man. Yeah, it is what it is. Uh, yeah. listen, I mean the, ga- listen, the game's in Auburn. The game's in Auburn. Someone, so someone
3: like... brings some crow to the tailgate because if something happens and Auburn wins, I would, ha- I would like my crow barbecued with a side of with a side of mac and it. cheese. Okay, yeah, I will
0: gladly eat it in this one. Love way. to uh, be wrong. Would love, love to be, be wrong. wrong. Yeah, yeah it this, this, is, this is the game I would love to be wrong the most about.
2: Can I can uh, I give a shout out to you? Can I give a shout out to you guys as fans, real quick though? yeah right. absolutely like really serious you, you guys have auburn fan bases is, is probably one of the best in the country i'm not just saying that because i'm in here with you guys you guys really have a loyal fan base um not only that follows you guys here but at auburn sports uh so i just want to say you know keep pushing things will get better this weekend might not be the best for you guys but, but george, <laughs> george is on a different trajectory this year but at the same time i keeping it's, it real like the the fan base you guys have uh, is is really one of a kind and unique, man. Um, and, and I just want to put that out there. You guys see it in the chat, man. You guys are very loyal to your to your team. Uh, so I just want to put that out there.
4: War rapport family, it's your boy Mike G. The 2021 season is here, and we're cooking up a bunch of amazing new content for our listeners. New segments, new giveaways, new interviews, and new game day experiences but you have to be an insider to get in on the action. So head on over to YouTube and search for The War Report. When you see the channel, look for the join button. Trust me, you're not going to want to miss what we've got coming. So keep listening, make sure you're subscribed on your favorite podcast app, and get your weight up by becoming an insider for the 2021 Auburn football season. Let's go, baby. Now let's get back to it. Let me ask you this, Paul. What Georgia is doing...
3: They they look like a team of destiny. If Kirby doesn't pull it
1: off this year, this oh is what I was going to ask him. Yeah, come on. Oh boy. <laughs> he doesn't. <laughs> you saw it. He was like.
4: <laughs> I was going. I was going to ask so, you this before we got so out of here. if
3: Kirby doesn't do it this
2: year, what does that mean for him moving forward? Uh, I mean, you'd have to have another stroke of genius to where y- you have everything aligned perfectly. Your whole defense aligns perfectly. This is the year. I mean, it, there's a reason we've run so many specials over on UJsports.com, which is part of the Rivals Network. We've run so many specials because we want members to be a part of this and be able to interact with folks on the dog vent and talk to other fans because we truly think this is the year. If this not the year, I don't know when the year will be. Like, every piece is there to make a run. If you're able to get some of those wide receivers back, if you're able to get JT, uh, put him in a big ball of bubble wrap and put him out there at quarterback, because every Georgia fan I've talked to, everybody that I've talked to is like, look, we don't need JT until the SEC championship game. And not so fast, right? Because you need him to get game reps. You can't just be like, hey, man, sit over here, chill. Stetson can roll through everything. The is not that tough. Got a new head coach at Auburn, new head coach here, new head coach there. They got problems there, here. We can just run the ball and keep it moving with Stetson at quarterback. Oh, but hey, SEC Championship game rolls around. Let's go ahead and throw JT out there and see what see what happens. We think you do really good. No, you man, you need game reps. And, and if JT is not able to come back, I would say, you know, by at least like week eight or week nine to really get those game reps in and get momentum with his receivers – get connected with those guys. That's where you could potentially see a problem because they're two totally different quarterbacks and they protect differently for each one of them. You have to get him game reps before then. And that could be the downfall to Kirby smart and how the irony would be that it's a quarterback. That is the downfall to Kirby smart with all the issues that have been around this quarterback program here at Georgia, the past few. And it's a quarterback that stops them from winning the national title when he has the best defense he's ever had and probably ever will have uh, in Georgia. Gotcha. Well, listen before before we wrap up, and and thanks, Paul, so much, man, for for okay, devoting you your for time
3: coming. to hump, hopping on with us to talk about the Georgia side of this rivalry. Appreciate you, man. Uh, let's 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 handle some some super chats real quick. Bmac, you got In my bad.
1: Don't you got, okay. it, I got it?
3: Bmac uh, three four four twenty says, could y'all do a brief free introduction? Very good, banner. Just wondering who I'm watching. Uh, the four of us attended Auburn back early 2000s. Uh, we were in the campus ministry. We knew of each other. B and B Will and I, good, c- close friends. They would talk about Auburn through during the day. Me and Mike G would talk uh, Auburn. And one day in Birmingham, uh, Mike G came into town, flew into town, ran into Ike, some, someone, someone's house, some, yeah, the someplace random, house. and yeah. the idea of the war report was birthed there about, what, two years ago now? Uh, 2019. Two? 2019. 2018, yeah. so three years. 2019. So, 2019. So we, we actually started, like, towards the end of that 2019 season, we did it again last year, and it just exploded with the dismissal of Gus Malzahn, and we've been going Thanks, hard Gus. at it ever since. <laughs> so that's pretty much, in in short, a quick introduction as to who you're watching. We're we're Auburn alums. We we attended the school. We love Auburn, bleed orange and blue, even though our score yeah, doesn't like reflect said, I, that. I
0: hear, I I feel people are going to think that we're not just loyal Auburn fans by hearing those picks. Listen, yeah. I'm going to be rooting. As hard as I possibly oh, yeah. can, Saturday yeah. that we pull this off. Um, but like, I don't, I don't have a statistical thing to like. I could, I could give you a homer pick, and when you, when you tune into the show on Saturday, I'm going to be in full homer mode. Trust and believe, I'm going to give you every reason why we're going to win this game, despite what I just said in this pick. Um, <laughs> and
3: I'm a trash talk Georgia a lot. Yeah, too, listen, so, yeah, it we, is what it is. I'm a fan of my team. Tonight.
0: I want us to win, right? Tonight we're just being analytical guys, just giving you the honest opinions of what we think. Saturday is a whole different story. Every Georgia fan I see, I hate. Sorry, Paul. If you come down to Auburn, we're not going to be Damn, friends cause. on Saturday. But you're welcome to come by the
1: tailgate.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, well, I your whole fan base in no. the chat. Yeah. No, dude. You're invited to the, we're loyal.
4: You're invited to the cookout. Yeah, yeah please I've come been, by I've the I've been invited seriously. to the cookout, Mike.
2: Don't get it twisted. I've, 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 I've been invited to the cookout. Okay, My right, God. Yeah, you're, you're invited to the
4: cookout, all right? And we're having an actual cookout. Thank you. Yeah,
3: appreciate that, Patrick. Uh, I got a scroll. I mean, it's it's a it's a gang. Okay, I see the next one: construction workers. Even <laughs> beat Georgia, and I'll take it easy on you guys. Okay, uh, we'll noted, best. noted. Yeah, there. We'll do so, I don't know if you $2 ever $2 really take it chat. easy on us, but okay, whatever. It's, okay, That's I see. I see. Jazzy Joe, Jazzy Joe. here. If oh, he just last win, week. I, Okay, I'll match Jazzy our Joe, total rushing. See, I, we need more We need j- more Jazzy Joes. I like this. What if it's Love negative? Energy, man. What if it's... <laughs> hey, hey, You
1: know, he hey, asked don't, that. We, exactly he said, don't Paul, don't you have somewhere to be, Paul? <laughs> <laughs> huh? Then we,
2: we send him a check.
1: Listen,
4: we send him a free
0: T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I was
4: about to say, Paul, so... You, you invited the
1: cookout, but
0: you may not get no There's a 0% food, probability we have negative total rushing yards, though. So I'm sorry. Like, as much as I think that George is going to win this game, we are not going to have negative total rushing yards for this game. I don't think
2: so either. Right.
3: We'll, we'll okay. have to write him a check though if that does happen. And am I missing oh, Austin Berry Hill. I see it. I'm going with Auburn because Auburn is always a good underdog and we do have Factuals. some weird
4: voodoo that happens at home.
0: Factual as well. That's yeah. true as well. I He's think the not wrong. the
4: voodoo is just gonna have to come from the coaches, man. Like, I mean, that's it. Uh, they have to find a way to scheme around what Georgia does well yep. and what we don't do well. Right. That's how we're going to that's how they're going to win this game. I think that this um, this uh, this game will tell us a lot more about our coaches than it will about our players. I think we have some really good players. Uh, Zacoby McLean is the best tackler in the country. Um, You know, there's some talent in the secondary. They've struggled a little bit to come together on the scheme. uh, But I'm looking to see if they can take some steps forward there because the quarterback is not going to throw. I mean, what are they going to get? 15 balls thrown if averages hold Max. So this really should come down to can we stop their run game, right? Yeah. I mean, that's what it's got to come down to. So uh, I, I'll be interested to see our our, our our run defense, the only run defense in the country that is scarier than ours, I think, is Georgia's, right? Like, I mean, they have been crazy good at run defense at Auburn. It was, a, it was unexpected that that was going to be a strength of our team. Win or lose, right? I just want to see a team that has some fight. That's not gonna lay down because Big Bad Georgia rolled into town. Right. Right. Yeah. And when they leave, hopefully, if they win, right? I know I picked this to lose, but if they win, um, they're saying, damn, that's the hardest game we're going to play all year, including Bama. Right. Yep. Because when this game is over, that's what this is why I said earlier, I don't I don't think it matters who the quarterback is. I think that everybody's gonna have to contribute to this win. So if it's Bo, TJ, like get everybody off the bit, man, all hands on deck. Everybody grab an oar and let's get there to shore together. Right. Jarquez Hunter, Sean Shivers, all these guys are going to have to jump in and do a little bit. And I think if we show them enough different things, because the, the biggest mistake that Georgia's defense can make is thinking that Tank, Tank Bigsby is the only player that can hurt them. There are other guys on this team that can burn them if you don't take them seriously. They need to take everybody on this team dead ass serious. Yeah. Right. Um. Yeah. Because it, because we've got some talent. I mean, I've got to tell uh, Gus may have let, left the cupboards bare offensive line, but at the skill positions, there are a ton of good guys. You know, Bo was a five star. He was a five star quarterback. He showed us last week why he has five star talent. Put him in the best position to use his talents just enough to help us win this game and cover the things that he doesn't do well. Keep him out of those positions. That's going to be about coaching. Right. And I think that we can make this competitive. And if Auburn can hang around in the fourth quarter at home, you know, there might be some magic in here. Uh, Daniel Carlson, I mean, I'm sorry, Anders, Anders Carlson. (laughs) Daniel's (laughs) not coming back. He's going to have to make every kick in this game. Now, he missed two 50 something yarders. He missed one, got another one blocked. Right. Yeah. Listen, we need him to hit every single field goal. Every point will matter in this game if Auburn's going to
0: win it. I just hope the Georgia players are as confident as their fans are and they come in here a little overconfident and they walk out feeling like they did when they played South Carolina a couple of years ago. That's what I'm hoping
4: for. Yeah, because listen, there's some Georgia fans on Twitter that are going to hear from me
2: <laughs> if for some <laughs> reason we win this game.
4: I mean, I just, I gotta, Paul, I got to tell you this story because it happened today. There's a super chat coming in I want to grab from a Scorpio circuit. We got to make the, the, the magic happen. Open UGA players, get the bubble guys or something. Good. Yeah, oh, Guts. Guts? Yeah, yeah. Guts. yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> if the game is competitive, I'm good. Wardam damn eagle, regardless. I agree with that. If yeah. the game, you know, and I don't like constellation prizes, but again, we need to make this competitive. Yeah. Um, I think all the work that Bo did on his pocket showed when he got out of the pocket Saturday, he sure set his feet before making those throws. Um, okay, that's one way of looking at it. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, if for some yeah. reason you find a way to win this game, it completely changes the outlook of your whole season. Because the SEC didn't, it doesn't stack up the way we thought it did four weeks ago. Right, Arkansas looked like a monster four weeks ago. Then they ran into Georgia, and we're like, okay, you can make them one-dimensional, right? Like (laughs) they got problems, you know. um, uh, Ole Miss, same thing, beatable, right? Texas A&M, no longer the monster to slay. They're supposed to oppose Bama in the West this year, right? And then you got Bama at the end of the year, obviously, which will be a tough out for anybody. But I just really feel like, man, what a first. Year statement for a head coach. Oh, yeah. To come out in a game like this and you could really make a statement against a perceived juggernaut. I just want to see our guys play with some pride, man. I want to see them play with some heart and I want to yeah. see them fight until the very until the last whistle. I'm about to run yeah, through some trouble, Mike.
0: Like, you got I'm about going. Say, to be clear. He doesn't yeah. have to win this game to make that statement. No, you he doesn't have to show up. And that's been Hurry the up. issue I've had is that. When we were outgunned, we didn't show up. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I want to see a team that's going to show up to the big games and say, you don't think I belong here. You're wrong. You're wrong. Yeah. You're absolutely wrong. I absolutely belong on the same field with anybody. And I'm going to prove it today.
3: This is why Harson left that comfortable spot in Boise for this
4: game right here. Yep. Yeah. Show us you belong. Yeah. Yeah. Show us you belong. And our coaches have something to prove too. Right. Now we make a lot of these players, but you know I tend to be harder on the millionaires tasked with putting them in the best position they possibly can. I like that. Right, these millionaires, right, that get that can do a a big a bad job and walk away with a bigger paycheck, have to be held accountable for what we're watching. Yeah, no, you know, you know I mean, I, I know you guys feel that way about Kirby, right? Oh, like yeah. he's making a lot of money hey. to to keep Georgia in contention every year.
2: Yeah, and. These are the games that that Georgia fans look at and go, it's time to slip up, man. This is going is going to be this one. You know like <laughs> this is in the back of their head, right? Dude, everything's going too good. Like it's it's one of those like, all right, well this they're talking to their friends, it's, it's Wednesday now. Tomorrow is mm-hmm. when that that pessimism comes out. That Larry Munson pessimism where it's like, oh man, I don't Interesting. I don't know. Let's start looking at this Auburn team a little more. But there's, it's just something this year has been like after Georgia beat Clemson that first game and really handed it to them, everybody was worried about Clemson. I mean, that's all we talked about for it seemed like two years, man, was this Georgia-Clemson game. And when Georgia came out and won 10-3 and that defense was dominant, everybody was like, oh, hold on. This might be a different year. But there, there is still in the back of every Georgia fan's mind like, okay, we're going to Auburn. 3:30 kick, oh okay, or 2:30 kick, y'all Central Time Zone weird, um, but uh, mm-hmm. it, you know, 3:30 th- kick, and they're like, I don't know, man. All right, I'm gonna turn the TV on. Let's go, dogs. And like something happens first quarter, and it's like, here we go again. Everybody starts throwing their drinks, yeah. start pounding the hard liquor, you know, before the before the yeah. halftime. You know? <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 some, does that something has to be Stetson Bennett? Probably. It has to probably, be. yeah, because right. the defense the, the defense the, isn't gonna mess up. I don't think. Um, it's it's gonna be Stetson right. if it yeah the Stets- anything.
4: Right, so you turn him over on his side of the field. You give our offense some short fields to work with, and we steal a few touchdowns. And you have to do it right. early. You um, have few, to do it early. Few touchdowns?
1: You said few touchdowns. Yes, because we got to get steal to 28 it. to win. Yeah,
4: yeah. So, yes, a few ah. touchdowns. You steal a few. So where you get a turnover. a 2019
3: Iron Bowl type of game. With yeah,
4: defense. win, win ah. the field position battle. Mm-hmm. You know, again, and, 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 and get closer to the end zone because, I mean, listen, uh, we saw some crazy drives to win two games this year. Bo took us the length of the field. TJ took us the length of the field. I We can't do that against this team, right? They need some 50 right. in, in in fields to work with where you get a big play, you catch them slipping, You you catch a deep ball. They're going to have to take some chances in this game to win, right? And then you got to hold them. You got to hold them under 21 points somehow, right? Tough. And then you got to score over 21. Yeah, it's going to be really hard. It's a really tough, monumental task, but it's not impossible, right? Yeah. Coaches just have to figure it out. $5 million a year, man. $5 million. And I don't What's care if he's making like 30. That doesn't matter. Yeah, he's like a seven. Yeah, anything,
2: seven.
4: anything. I mean, it's a lot of money to make to coach football, right? And as fans, all we're asking is you put a product on the field that we can be proud of actual, after the game is over, win or lose. Listen, we're riding.
2: We bleed orange and blue. We're riding regardless. I don't know about you guys. My, Mike makes me want to run through a wall, man. Every week, it's a weekly thing. Every week, yeah, yeah, are okay. yeah, okay. yeah. used to it yeah. now. Yeah. So, okay. like, okay. yeah, I'm just, I'm just so like, you need motivation like, for your week, Paul. Then
0: just tune you, into the yeah. Wednesday show, and you get uh, a speech once per week from Like Mike a life that, coach or something, man. I need to start yeah. paying for this. Like, yeah, I need to figure out how to give myself 99. those speeches. $5.99 to get you there.
3: A question here from Toby before we get out of here: Rib sauce choice for the tailgate?
0: I. Um, I don't even know the answer to that. I have to go look back at the menu of what we got there. I know we're doing just some barbecue sauce. Uh, I'll, Maybe <laughs> I'll put a menu out there somewhere. I don't know. Right, we'll, we'll throw it out there and let yeah. you guys know. Just come. It don't matter what the rib sauce You're going to bring your own rib sauce, bring you some <laughs> rib sauce, and you can put whatever you want to on there, and we'll share that amongst the people as long sure. as it doesn't have nothing crazy in there. I don't know if I, I don't know you, Toby. I don't know if I'm going to trust your rib sauce if you bring it. You nice. just have some for yourself. He can
3: surprise you. <laughs>
0: I'm just, I'm just saying, just, just
3: happy to break bread with, with my World Report brothers. Yeah, now nah, listen, it just, doesn't just matter, up. man.
0: Y'all show up and come holler at us, man. We're going to have a good time. It's going to be good to see y'all out there.
2: Oh, where can they find your content, good sir? Yeah, man, UGASports.com, part of the Rivals Network, uh, largest UGA site out there. And then you can also follow me on Twitter. It's over there, at mahari And uh I want to say thank you guys so much for having me on. It's been a true, true uh, blessing, and I appreciate you guys. Hope you guys have a great tailgate, and uh, love the show, man. Thanks so much, man, for
3: joining on, man. I always enjoy these talking to other people about football. So thanks for coming on and, and making this a great show. And with this being a great show, guys, listen, let people know that this is a great show. How can you do that? You ask by sharing the video. If you're on social media, Facebook, Twitter, please share this video using hashtag get your weight up. Please be sure to get the thumbs up on this video. Please do that, guys. There's a bunch of people who are watching with us, so please be sure to hit that like button, smash that like button on your way out. And if you haven't subscribed and you're an Auburn fan, I, I don't know what to say about you at this point. Please subscribe to our channel, it helps us out a ton. And if you want to find us, because we're also putting great content out on social media, you can find us at The War Rapport on Instagram and the Twitter. And you can find us at TW Report on TikTok. Talk. guys have a great rest of your week see you guys at the cook at the tailgate for those of you who are coming until then as always war eagle y'all war eagle